Somebody say hallelujah. hallelujah. I am sharing with you the divine purpose of the whole salvation. God, that you have learned, that you are saved, that you know evil and good, that you, you have come to understanding of the gospel. God, God wants his people. He has made you righteous. In John 15, the Bible says you are already clean. He has cleansed you. You are holy. You are a people of God. You need to know that God does not deal with, with, with uh, countries. He deals with a nation. And that is his nation. That's why he chose Israel to demonstrate his real plan that he wants to do. That's why after the rapture, Israel will be saved. All the people you see in Israel today, in Ezekiel chapter 12, the Bible speaks, in Zechariah chapter 12, the Bible speaks how Israel will be saved. There is a divine plan God has for Israel. But right now, God is dealing with one nation which involves those who are saved in Israel, those who are saved in other countries. God is dealing with that nation right now. Now, God wants this nation to take over all seven uh, spheres of life. Families, art and entertainment, finance. God wants his people to take over media. Are you understand what I'm trying to say to you? Somebody told me, he's like, uh, uh, I said, what do you do? He's like, I'm in full ministry. I don't do anything. I said, what do you mean? I said, who told you when you're in ministry? You don't do something. Paul had a factory of making tents. Read your Bible. And if the churches right now, if they want to, to gather, we, we have to buy tents in China. Read the Bible that there were people who were dealing with the people. What does that mean? That you, you see the people who were helping Paul in prison. The Bible says they were dealers of people. Meaning to say they were in fashion. And design. They, they became so rich by, you know, having companies of making clothes. And because of that, they became so rich that they were supporting Paul financially when he was in prison. That's what God wants. He wants his church. Can you imagine the church of God was being protected in prison? You hear how Paul was several times walked out of prisons because there were people who were supporting him and they were in business. Strategically, we cannot conquer the enemy if there is no money. That's why the love of money is the root of evil. We don't love it. We don't love it. We control it. We are not controlled by money. We control it. The moment the, moment the world and evil controls you. That's what God is trying to say. That we should not be controlled by the Canaanites. Because they will enslave us. The church is enslaved. Many people who are praying. Many people who are God's children. They are under bosses who are evil. They are under people. The economy. Oh my God. And God says I want to make things vice versa. I want righteousness to rule the earth. I want right, but how will righteousness rule the earth if it's the evil people who are ruling the earth? God wants righteousness. By doing that, God is going to raise up his church. 
He's going to raise up good people who shall dominate the earth in all spheres of life. We are getting there. We are going there. Now, let me show you something. The whole Ezekiel 37 speaks of a valley of dry bones. And God said, which was a prophecy of today. And God said, son of man, can you speak to these dry bones to leave? And he said, as only you know and the Bible says, and God said, prophesy to the dry bones. And then the Bible says, Ezekiel prophesied. And there was a rattling voice. Bone came to bone. Marrow to marrow. Snews came upon the bones. And he prophesied. As God said, life and the life came to the bones. And you know what God said? He said, what you're seeing, these bones that have come to to people. He said, what has happened? It is what I want to be done. He said, this is my nation. He says, this is my house. He said, can you imagine that God had to come to a valley to raise? He said, this is a nation that I want to raise. My house, the great army. In Joel chapter 2, there is a whole prophecy in the whole Joel chapter 2. It speaks of the great country, the great nation, the great army which God will raise. The Bible says this great army shall conquer, shall dominate, fire shall go before them. Yes. The Bible says they shall have dominance and authority. Yes. The Bible says it will be a great army which God will raise. It says you shall not even close doors for them. It says if you shall close doors, they shall use windows. If you shall close windows, the Bible says they shall open the roof. They will go through the roof. The Bible says no one will be like them. It says they will be fast more than horses. So God has always had this plan. But the world has always failed him because God has this plan. And the reason why, if this plan had already been done, they would be rapture a long time ago. But it means God is still looking at something. Which has not yet been done. Righteousness must rule the earth. But how can righteousness rule if the righteous are not ruling? How can we say God reigns if he is not reigning? It is you who will bring the earth under the knees of Jesus. That's why there will be prophets who will rise in families. Prophetic families and people will say, oh, that family. All those children. There will be ministerial prophets. Who shall come and prophesy? Prophetic pastors. Prophetic evangelists. Prophetic preachers. Teachers of the Bible. Prophetic intercessors. God is going to raise up. And then there will be kingdom financiers or ministers of money. Which are called financial prophets. Who come out like Solomon. The Bible says in his days. God was common. In Jerusalem. Like mere stones. Hmm. The Bible says the man was getting to the 5,000 cages a year. And the Bible says not only that. This is minus other revenues. It says minus the deals he had in Arabia. The Bible says that. Hmm. Am I talking to somebody? 
to a level when a queen, a queen who was rich, went with God from Sheba and went to the house of Solomon. When she entered the house, the Bible said there was no spirit in her. When she saw the type of God on the chairs, on the table, when she saw the setting of the table, the Bible says there was no spirit. When she saw the prosperity, she said, ah. The Bible says when she saw the workers, how they were dressed, the Bible says there was no spirit. Receive it. You see, God wants to establish his kingdom. And, and when they asked Jesus, how should we pray? He said, it's simple. Say, thy kingdom come. God has always a kingdom in his mind to be done on earth as it is in heaven. There is a kingdom, the Jesus nation. Jesus wants to rule, but people must be willing. Do you understand that God has always had a plan of a nation to a level where God says in 2 Chronicles chapter 7, verse 14, he says, if my people who are called by my name uh, it's not just all people. There are certain people. There is a nation called by his name. He says, if these ones shall humble themselves and pray. God has always had a people. In the first Peter chapter 2, verse 9, he says, you are a chosen generation. A peculiar people. You are from a holy nation. So God has always had a nation in his mind. <laughs> not just belonging to Jesus nation it says you are from the royal priesthood you are royal you see when you meet you see you see when when next time when I come to your house I, I will see royalty the Bible says we are from the royal priesthood not just people, but it's from the royal priesthood. Chosen generation. I speak from now. May this become your portion in the name of Jesus. Let me tell you something. Israel was put up as an example. That nations must see what God wants to happen. That's why God raised up Saul to take over leadership. But when Saul did not give God the praise, and when Saul didn't give God the honor, God said, I put you there to replace evil, but you also, you are the one doing the evil. God removed him. God removed him. So it doesn't matter when you say, oh, so it means now. Hallelujah. We are, no, when you begin to do evil, God will take you out. Because it's, it's righteousness that God wants to rule. The Bible says, in the righteousness, I will judge my people. In holiness, I will rule my people. So how would he do it if his people are not there? It says, righteousness, peace, and joy. Somebody say, hallelujah. hallelujah. I want to hear you. Somebody say, hallelujah. hallelujah. Now, I want to show you this. 
I want to show you this. The reason why we do deliverance, it is a sign of God's kingdom. Amen. In Matthew 12, verse 28, I want to show you this. You see, people just think, oh, I want deliverance. Why do you want it? Jesus has got a nation. In this nation, evil is cast out. Amen. That's why you, the church, must cast out evil people and, and, and repress. When we cast out demons, the Bible says, but if I cast out devils, in Matthew 12, verse 28, but if I cast out devils by the Spirit of God, then the kingdom of God is come unto you. You didn't hear that. It says the moment, it says the moment I command demons to come out, then the kingdom of God has come to you. You didn't hear that. You didn't hear that. There is a kingdom of God. And in this kingdom, Demons are not allowed. It says when we remove with them, then the kingdom comes. Say the Jesus nation. Say I must dominate in all spheres of life. I'm about to show you something. Hallelujah. What is about to happen in the world, it has never happened before. The church is coming together. There's a nation that God is raising. This nation will rule, will dominate, will take over. Just as was prophesied in Genesis 1 verse 26, that man shall have authority and power and dominance. And the Bible says he shall take over. The man, in his nation, in God's nation, in his kingdom, man, people, his people, who are called by his name, who live according to his will, they will dominate, they will take over in all spheres of life. Thy says the Lord, receive in the name of Jesus. Now, one may ask a question. One may ask. One may have a question. Why? Let me tell you. For example, why would the church become rich? God has never trusted his kingdom with the poor. That's why you will be rich. No, 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 no. no. Let me tell you. In John 19 verse 38. Just, just, just read it there. In John 19 verse 38. John 19 verse 38. Read it there. And after this, Joseph of Arimathea being a disciple of Jesus, but secretly for fear of the Jews, besought Pilate. Then he might take away the body of Jesus, and Pilate gave him leave. He came therefore and took the body of Jesus. Continue there. And there came also Nicodemus, which at the first came to Jesus. You remember Nicodemus? A rich man? By night, and brought a mixture of meal and aloes, about a hundred pound weight. One time I dealt with this. I, I, I showed you. Okay? If you, if you convert that yourself, check that on internet, how much that is. Okay? When we checked, it was three million dollars. The most expensive barrio ever in the world. 
Jesus, can you imagine? Can you imagine when he died? It was Nicodemus and Joseph of Arimathea. Nicodemus got born again, and he was a billionaire. And Joseph of Arimathea, he was a disciple, but was a billionaire. Uh, are, are, you, are, you, are you following? When Jesus died, can you imagine? No, let me show you this scripture. When you check in the book of Matthew 27, verse 59, let, let me show you this. Hmm, hmm, hmm. Quickly, Matthew 27, verse 59. And when Joseph had taken the body, he wrapped it in a clean linen cloth, all right? Then says, and laid it in his own new tomb, which he had hewn out in the rock, and he rolled a great stone to the door of the... Now, what is the Bible saying? Joseph had to buy a plot. I understand. It says it was a new one. And it is Joseph of Arimathea who took his body. Now, I want you to remove the word body there, the body of Jesus. What is the body of Jesus? It is the church. What is the church? The body? Tell me, what is the church? The body of Christ. Now, so who was trusted to take his body from the cross? The rich. Can you imagine Jesus was moving with the disciples like this? He had a mother. He had brothers. But when he died, the body was not trusted to be carried by poor. It is the rich who took over the body of Christ, which is the prophecy of now that the rich would take over the church. It will be carried. I am a seat. I am under. Listen to me. The body of Jesus was laying bare. The body of Jesus was laying bare on the cross. Naked. And the rich who knew Jesus, who were righteous, they came and covered the nakedness. Do you know who covered the nakedness of the church? God will raise up the rich. They will cover the nakedness of the church. The shame of the church. They will buy land for the church. They will build the church. And the gates of hell shall not prevail. Somebody shout hallelujah. Matthew 27 verse 57. Look at this. Matthew 27 verse 57. Look at this. When the evening was come, there came a rich man. Maybe you didn't know. There came a rich man of Arimathea named Joseph, who also himself was Jesus' disciple. A rich man of Arimathea. These were people who were trusted with his body. Can you imagine Peter? With all, that, all those things he was doing. We hear Peter in Acts chapter 3 that he was broke. When a beggar was begging, Peter said, silver I do not have. How, how could this man be trusted with the blood of Jesus? And to Acts chapter 4, when we hear he became rich, the Bible says they lacked nothing. The Bible says none of them lacked. They had all things in common. The church is about to explode. You are about to explode. The church will take over the Canaanites. And the gates of hell shall not prevail. On you, I shall build my church. On you, I shall build my nation. Thy says the Lord. Are you aware how these things? Now, the biggest question is, why would God do this? Okay? I need to answer this. Why would God do this? God is going to do this because he wants to 
bring the righteous. To replace the evil. Esther chapter uh, 3. Verse 1 to 6. You will see someone being promoted. But he was an evil man. Now let's see in the Bible. People who were evil. When they were promoted what they did. To the nation of God. And what happened. How God had to bring in someone. Who was righteous to replace that person. Now, number one, we look at a study, a case study of Haman. In Esther chapter 3 from verse 1 to 6, we hear that a man who was evil was promoted to become the minister of state. Did you hear that? I told you the gigashites, governmental positions are very strategic. Why would God raise up the church to take over? Because the Canaanites are in control. The Hittites are in control. Right now, God is not happy. How the media is controlled by the Hittites. Their narrative against the church is wrong, is evil. They have done shows just to attack the church. They're in control of media. All they're doing is to bring down the church. This is why God says you must control media. The Bible says when Haman took over as a minister of state, suddenly he began to kill the people of God. Anyone who was a child of God, the Bible says he was coming after the person. He actually built gallows. You know what a gallows? Hanging place to hang you. He built them personally. And he was a minister of state. He was in charge of who to die and who to live. Such a position you give evil people. They will use them to abuse the church. To arrest innocent people. To issue when hammers are in control. This is why God will bring up his church. Now, I want to show you something here. In, in Esther chapter 5 verse 14, I want to show you something. In Esther 5 verse 14. How many are ready today? How many are ready? Now, now read that. Read that. The Bible says what? Then said Zeresh, his wife, and all his friends unto him, Let a gallows be made of 50 cubits high, and tomorrow... Speak thou unto the king that Mordecai may be hanged thereon. Then go thou in merrily with the king unto the banquet. And the the thing pleased Haman. And he caused the gallows to be made. Can you imagine? Can Can you imagine this? I want you to imagine this. Look at this. Haman want to kill Mordecai. A child of God. For what reason? Just demonic agenda. The Bible says when he became, can you imagine, in chapter 3, he becomes a minister of state. In chapter 5, he's already thinking how to kill God's children. 
And he says, Mordecai must die. Who was Mordecai? Mordecai was the uncle of Esther. And this man has got evil agenda. What is happening right now? We are having people who are working in companies where the bosses are evil. They have nothing to do with the ministry, the kingdom, nothing. Listen to me. What happened with Haman? Haman was replaced by a person he wanted to kill. He took his position. My God, my God, my God, my God, my God, my God. The church is about, you see, this is what, why God wants to remove the Canaanites, the Hevites, the Perizzites. God wants to remove with them so that the righteous can rule. The Bible speaks. I want to show you this. Hmm. How many are following? How many are following? following daddy. I want to show you this. The Bible says, in Esther chapter 6, Esther chapter 6, from verse 10 to 13. The same man who wanted to kill Mordecai. He had already made gallows. He was torn. The Bible says, Then the king said to Haman, Make haste and take the apparel and the horse, as thou said, and do even so to Mordecai the Jew that sits at the king's gate. Let nothing fail of all that thou hast spoken. Then took Haman the apparel and the horse and arrayed Mordecai and brought him on the horse back. Oh, in short, what, what is happening here? Mordecai was demoted. Okay, Mordecai was demoted and put at the gate. Haman, when he became a boss, when he became a minister, he demoted Mordecai. And put him at the gate. He was the one who was sleeping at the gate. And Haman went to the king. He's like, I've already made a girl for Mordecai to be killed. And the king said, in fact, I have got good news for Mordecai, the one you want to kill. He said, you, the minister, you, I am removing you from your position. I want you to go and take the child of God. Put him from, remove him from the gate. Put him on a horse. And I want you to walk in the streets. Pulling his horse like this. And tell the whole people in the streets. That Mordecai has been exalted. Mordecai has been exalted. The man who was a minister was reduced to go and pull a horse. And the same man he wanted to kill. To be put on. And this is what I am saying to you. God wants the church. His people. To take over power and position. So that the people who are planning evil against the church will be reduced to nothing. Amen. The Hamans will be, will be taken out. Amen. Somebody say Haman must go. Say Hamans must be taken out. Do you understand what I'm trying to say? Hamans will lose positions. Hmm. We'll, we'll talk, we'll come about Haman again very soon. He was replaced. He was reduced. That's what the kingdom does. We remove evil people and we take over. There will be a twist of events. The church will take over. Suddenly, people will become, oh my, yes, I 
I speak from the Spirit of God. There will be twisting of events. Masita Kapaya. Retia Surido. People will take over positions. There was, there was no vacancy. There was no application by Mordecai. It was a miracle promotion. There was no qualification. A man was taken from the gate. He became the minister of state. Somebody shout hallelujah. Hallelujah. Major. Oh, yes. He took over the gigashites. Governmental positions. The man was from the gate. Somebody say, Hamas must go. Isaiah 41 verse 12. Things are about to twist. The people you're borrowing money from, they shall borrow from you. Now nah, you never heard me, you never heard me, you never heard me. The people you want them to fund your projects, you shall fund their projects. <laughs> it has been the plan of God to rule the earth through his children. Righteousness shall prevail. The righteous shall take over to a level where God says, My nation, it says, You shall in fact not borrow, you shall lend to nations. Thou shalt seek them and shall not find them, even in them that contended with thee. Hmm. They that war against thee shall be as nothing. And as a thing of not yes. in NIV, like in NIV, it says what? In NIV, it says what? It says, Let me kushia pradia sonte. Though you search for your enemies, you will not find them. It says, Those who wage war against you will be as nothing at all. That's why we don't even care about the people talking about us. Because we have a word of prophecy. They shall become like nothing. You shall take over. God is raising up his church. And the gates of hell shall not prevail. You will take over in business, in commerce, in trade, in ministry, in projects. You are taking over in ministerial positions. Every human is going to leave. Somebody say we'll push them out. Oh yes! Somebody give the Lord a hand of praise in the house. Hmm. Look at your neighbor. Say neighbor. God is raising up a nation that will cast out evil and restore righteousness. Hmm. Come on, Master God. 